Warning, the Chaotic Culture Podcast is a program for mature audiences. The language and content presented in this podcast is of a mature nature that some audiences may not find suitable. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Grab your loved ones and bring them closer Extra, extra, read the poster The KKP is taking over Sleeping on me, better smell the Folgers I've been razor sharp since the Motorola Off the O, like the cover over Popping bottles, get all in the sofa It's a celebration, though the times is hard It's raining blessings, give it up to God Chaotic culture, the greatest part We can't the pro, the one in charge But it's a celebration, times is hard It's raining blessings, give it up to God Chaotic culture, the greatest part We can't the pro, the one in charge We're living in a chaotic culture We're living in a chaotic culture Nah, nah, it's it's all good. Was it is it something for the pod or is it? No, no, no. It was just something different. <laughs> oh shit! All right. I was well. just saying they had um five. They actually have five tiers for something in the water. So you got time. Oh, five. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. But right. anyway, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Chaotic Culture Podcast, the pod where chaos rules and black culture is elevated and embraced. This podcast will deep dive into modern black culture and how millennials and Gen Z can navigate the crazy parts from finances, music, black business highlights, home ownership, HBCU, sports, black nerdum, anime, wrestling. If it encompasses black culture, we're going to cover it. Live from the 7-5, I am the host and creator of the Chaotic Culture Podcast, your boy Ked the Pro, aka the Calculator Millennial, the Cutlass Diamond, aka Don't Be Pushing All My Buttons in My Cutlass, Unless You Cutting, aka your favorite Toxic Adjacent King, Chaotic Ked, Ked the Poet, Ked the Closer, all that good shit. The A43 is me, but VA is where I stay, always chaotic, never toxic on most days. Back again, once again, with your favorite Black Culture highlights and Black Culture shenanigans. With me are three members of the crew here today, starting off, of course, with Miss Nasa, the first lady of the pod. Please go ahead and introduce yourself, ma'am. Hey y'all, y'all already know what is goody, what is what is real, what is what is it. Okay, it's your girl Nasa, aka uh Tony Noir, the female Picasso. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope everybody's week has been weekend has been great. Um let's just go ahead and get into it because let me tell you something, honey. I got some tea today. I got I got some <laughs> shit today. I got some shit to say, honey. Yeah. Word, word, word. Um, all right. Uh next we got first made of the pod law. Uh please go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Sorry, technical difficulties. Good morning, folks. Back at it again. Another episode. Another week, another weekend, another week of sports, another week of drama, another week of news, another week of facts. We're here to bring it to you live and in person. It's good to hear y'all voices. Let's get to it. Word, word, word. And then lastly, we got the old school aficionado here, Miss Sappy. Please introduce yourself, ma'am. What's good, everybody? It's your girl, Sappy. No AKAs or hey, hey, hey. But 
We've been talking earlier, and when I tell y'all we got some good stuff today, just just wait on it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so Johnny could not be here with us today, um, but shout out to my boy Johnny, uh, aka J. Lee Trey. You already know what it is about him. Shout out to Show Go High. Uh, we did the damn thing this past Friday, so I, I thoroughly enjoyed that episode. And uh, if you have not tuned in, uh, once it is available on all DSPs, please be sure that you tune into the latest episode. It's some good content, some good information. It went over a little bit because we tried to keep it to two and a half hours and it went to three, but it happens sometimes. Uh, so definitely be sure that you check out Show Go High on all your favorite DSPs as well. Uh, Johnny, of course, is currently at work. Uh, so we we uh, we praying for your peace, brother. That's all I can say. <laughs> Uh, so with that, first and foremost, we got to do the mental health check. Um, I'm going to go in reverse order here. Sappy, how was your mental health this week? Absolutely amazing. Period. That's it. Oh, oh that's it? Oh, okay. <laughs> you said that two words. That Absolutely amazing. All right. Well, if it ain't nothing else to talk about, then okay, I'll move on to the next person. Uh, Law, how was your mental health this week, bro? It's been all right, you know, just getting back into the swing of it. You know, uh, it is, what, the sixth, so first official week back at work, and I can definitely say uh, my nerves have been battle-tested, to say the least, but it's good to be back. It felt good to, you know, just get back into the swing of things, and it just kind of gave me a, a catalyst to, I guess, get to my next level. I know where I'm trying to go. And I'm not stopping till I get there. So bad. Okay, technical okay, same as, as law, technical difficulties. Uh but um as far as my mental health as this week, it's actually been improving for real, for real. Like I'm I don't feel as stressed, I don't feel as moody like I've been very intentional as far as like how I operate in my mornings um as far as like what I put on my body and just like we're just like being intentional as far as what we put on our bodies what we put our in, in our bodies as of lately and it's been um very beneficial I was very beneficial so we just gonna keep it up and keep going I hear you I hear that uh that brings the focus to me so my mental health has actually been pretty solid this last week uh honestly i really can't complain too much nothing special happened nothing tragic happened it was just a week you know but anytime that nothing crazy happens is always good you know i got a chance to again record another podcast episode so that's good i get a chance to record one here tonight which is always good and uh ultimately you know just it was a busy Saturday, I will say that, but um, it didn't really have a negative effect on my mental health. It was just, okay, I'm tired. But with daylight savings time being over, it was like, okay, I'm going to get an extra hour of sleep. So I took advantage of that fully on Saturday night going into Sunday. So definitely shout out to that hour. Um, in case y'all haven't checked, of course, you know, daylight savings time is over. I know that there are some states who have gotten rid of that law, but if you are still following those rules, then obviously that means that we uh, fell back an hour. So, of course, it means it's going to get a little darker late at night, but that was already happening anyway. Uh, so, yeah, just be sure that you pay attention to your clocks. Be sure that you change them if you haven't already. But by the time you hear this episode, you should have done that by now. But still, 
it is uh we're getting into these uh the, the late fall and winter months here so uh um of course the next holiday coming up is thanksgiving for those of us who celebrate and then after that it will be the christmas holidays and it'll be interesting to see what uh what happens during christmas time so got some stuff lined up for you guys and just stay tuned that's all that we can really say uh yo so, kid before yo. we move on i just want to throw this one tidbit out for anybody that you know is dealing in retail or you know dealing with the sales aspect of things Y'all be kind to those people because uh, definitely those who work the the functioning sides of, of the entities, we be tired, y'all. We be having yes. our own things going on. And it doesn't hurt to be intentional, like Master said, and to be a genuinely nice person. You feel me? Like, nobody wants to deal with your attitude. Nobody has time to deal with your funky-ass attitudes. Just go in, get what you need, and, and be kind to those who are serving you. That is awesome. That is facts. That is facts. I, I work in retail, too, so I feel this 100%. And it's the busy season, so I know all these companies are going to be asking me about certain vehicles and if they can have them for three or four months. And I'm like, Baby, we uh we kind of sold out here because all these other companies came and grabbed them up in a hurry. You got to be quick to the ball. So, yeah, just just definitely be kind to those who are working in retail, especially this holiday season, and just be mindful of other people because they are tired. They work just as hard as the next person, and even more so because they have to deal with customer issues, complaints, concerns, and overall trying to make a customer satisfaction their top priority so uh with that uh i wanted to just say real quick uh before while you hear this episode obviously um november 8th was election day i'm hoping that by the time this episode drops shit has you know it's not chaotically different as much as i love chaos that kind of chaos i do not like so i've already voted i voted early so I'm just hoping that everybody here exercised their civic duty and went out and voted. I usually talk about it more, uh, and I should have talked about it more this season, but I know some people's voting districts are a little bit different considering that this is midterms. But just so y'all that the audience knows, I am a firm believer of voting in every election, not just the, the presidential one. We're talking about midterm elections and then local elections as well. So I, I, will, I fight for my councilman i fight for my school board i fight for the mayor that's literally what newport news had to vote on this uh this past election so uh on top of you know the congressman but either way we know that this is going to be a nasty fight but i'm just hoping for the best i got my fingers crossed and hopefully we don't see any results that none of us would particularly care for hopefully things turn out best anyway uh with that being said any new watches any new businesses or any new projects that we're all working on? Y'all know me. I'm. I'm. I keep saying that I'm, I got stuff in the vault because, bitch, I got stuff in the vault. Okay. Um. So it's we coming. It's, it's, I. I know. I know. Y'all is waiting. <laughs> Y'all is waiting for me to get my shit together, and I get it. But I'm on my way, honey. Let me tell you something. I am on my way. Okay. And I tell you, I kid you not. This song, like this project and this this one particular song that I'm going to put out, 
I really do feel like it's gonna put me on a map. Like, and I dead ass, like I cannot shake that feeling. I cannot shake that feeling. But y'all be the, 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 the determining factor out, out of that. But y'all know me. I'm 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 working. Ten four. Ten four. Ten four. Okay. Chainsaw yep. Man is gas. I know I'm late to the party, but Jesus. Yes, sir. Bang, bang, bang. Yes, sir. Like, yo, I watched those, the first four episodes, and I'm just like, I need more. I need, I, like, you can't just leave me hanging over the cliff. Um, I also am late to the party. I watched Jurassic World Dominion, or I started watching half of it. Again, yes. Mm. Oh, again, Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War. Gas. 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 <laughs> Did any of you guys see Black Adam? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, Y'all can, you can go ahead and add that to the gas list. They did okay. a good, they did a hell of a job with that movie. For sure. All right. Well, that was definitely on my list, but I will definitely be sure to check out Black Adam. Uh Sappy, any new watches? Yes, I'm on episode five of Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. That mm. shit is good as hell. Mm. I recommend it. If you're into like the, I wouldn't say it's science, well, science fiction, but like creepy science fiction, it's actually really, really good. Recommend okay. it. Highly recommend it. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, for me, as far as uh, new watches, uh the same old anime stuff but i did pick up one new anime called the eminence of shadow which i've been trying to watch for like the longest but because i didn't have high dive there was no way for me to watch it so i finally decided to go ahead and download the app it's five dollars a month so i i should be okay with that but also i got a 30-day free trial thanks to attending uh anime weekend in atlanta so Shout out to uh, for me for that. So these next 30 months about to go crazy. I'm about to watch a whole lot of anime that's not available on Crunchyroll or Hulu. Uh, but Black Adam is on the list. Also this week, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, will be uh, debuting in theaters nationwide. So that is definitely on my list of movies to be sure that I watch this weekend. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to open a night on Thursday. I will probably go on Saturday knowing how I am and knowing that I want to be sure that I can at least get uh, a good viewing that it does not have like a super, super packed out theater. But that is definitely on the list for this week. Uh, no new projects for me yet, uh, other than, you know, making sure that you guys have a wonderful pod experience and no new businesses that I can think of, at least not at the top of my head as far as partnerships or anything like that. I did meet, Anime kickback with Johnny at uh, Anime Weekend Atlanta, and we're, we're working on some things. But also, I got a chance to talk to Vani at Hub Taku, so uh, there's some things that we can work on that as well. So shout out to them, and they they really show love at Anime Weekend Atlanta, and we 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 got some things that we're talking over. So we'll we'll keep you guys in the know when that happens. So I do have a business though. What's up? I do have a business. There is um, a company is called Bottled. They're a Black-owned LGBT artisanal cocktail company, and they are phenomenal. They have different different seasons. They have different type of cocktails. They even have mocktails for folks who don't drink, um, and they deliver it all across the United States. 
And if you live in the DMV, they will actually hand deliver it to you. So they have great choices. Their cocktails are freaking amazing. So I highly recommend them. Word, word. We will definitely make sure that we put that on the list. Also, Law, now that I'm thinking about this, there was a, a, a spot that you told me that was like black owned. I believe you said it was black owned. It's called Coasters. Is, is that legit? Oh, yeah, for sure. Coasters is straight gas. All right. So they have different themed uh, events throughout the week. And, you know, it's football season. So uh, Monday, Thursday, and Sunday are like the football days. Um, Fridays, they be having $5 fish sandwiches, um, dollar wings on the days where it's football games. Um, they have live DJs. They have comedy nights. Um, just a, a plethora of different events that they hold throughout the week. Um, they have both outside and indoor seating. So those who are uh, feeling some type of way still about COVID, you know, they have uh, adequate space for you to be comfortable however you feel. Um, they got to have hookah. Like, it's it's like that, bro. It's uh, 260 Buckrow Road, uh, right literally up the street from Buckrow. That's a bet. Sounds like we need to get them on the pod, so we will definitely work on that, too. Yeah, man. Hey, we can pull up, and, and you can parlay with the owners. Um, I mentioned mentioned it to them, and they said that they were down. It just we got to work on a, a scheduling-type situation. Sounds good to me. Good looking out, man. We definitely got to be sure that we continue to promote these black businesses, especially for those of us who are still in the 75. We want to be sure that we can continue to highlight these black businesses around the area because – that's what we created this podcast for. And with that, um, before we get into the two main topics, well, one main topic and one side topic, um, I really want to first and foremost, again, say rest in peace to take off, um, a.k.a. Kirshnick Ball from Migos. Y'all, that, that still kind of hurts right now. And it, it's crazy for that we're still even talking about this. It's just, it's so much stuff going on. But if you haven't listened to the previous episode with Johnny and myself, please be sure that you do yourself a favor and do that. Um, main things that we talk about, obviously, other than the unfortunate passing, is just the education on owning a weapon, as well as knowing what is protection versus retaliation. Because a lot of times when it comes to people in our community, we're quick to retaliate before we realize like what is what it truly means to protect oneself. So definitely be sure that you check out that episode. Also, got hit with another passing this week of Aaron Carter. And... I'm just like, yo, what? Crazy. Uh, so for those who don't know about Aaron Carter, Aaron Carter, of course, was the brother of Nick Carter, who is part of Backstreet Boys. Aaron Carter, of course, became his own. She's a child star for the most most part. Uh, he was known for hits like As How Be Shaq or Aaron's Party. He did a cover of I Want Candy. Uh, he did a couple other joints as well, but he was a he was really a child pop star. And he, he suffered was like the heartthrob, the white boy heartthrob heart of early 2000s. The, the Justin Bieber before Justin Bieber. Literally the Justin Bieber before Justin Bieber. Yes. And unfortunately, he passed at the age of 34. Um, if you know about his life, you know that he was struggling with drug addiction, and, as well as some other personal issues as well. Um, I still haven't heard of the cause of death. I really kind of don't want to know. 
But still, knowing that he went through all of that, it's it's just sad to hear. And my prayers are definitely with his family, especially Nick. I know Nick is probably just in shambles right now. But definitely, definitely prayers up. And we'll we'll have that discussion sometime in the pod about uh, these child stars or just the stars in general that we know, the pop stars, the hip-hop artists who suffer from these addictions and how we can navigate that. So... I got something to say in regards to that. Like, rest in peace, our Aaron Carter, rest in peace, take off. But I do think that uh, these two these two situations definitely give a very strong example as to why mental health is important. Mm-hmm. With takeoff situation, um, he wasn't even, he, it wasn't intentional. It, it was done on accident. You know what I'm saying? Somebody is in pulse and lack of aim killed <laughs> and so like with that situation how much awareness is so important because mental and emotional go hand in hand just like physical and spiritual level of self-control um in that situation takeoff would still be here now with aaron carter with you know him dealing with drugs that's why we advocate so much. I, granted, you know, I don't know what drugs he was on. You know, it had been an overdose or anything like that. But, like, it's it's really important as to why we have these conversations on mental health and, and trauma. And because situations like this happen all the time. And we don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right on that. Um, you're breaking up a little bit on the whole uh, takeoff part, but uh, pretty much as you said that we we literally agree. Like he was just literally in the wrong place at the wrong time, and unfortunately he was surrounded by people. He really was. He, yeah. He really was the place at at the wrong place at the wrong time, and due to someone's lack of control and emotional awareness, that's why he lost his life. Mm-hmm. And that is a very clear example of what happened. A very clear example of what happened. Like, thinking out, out of impulse. Yep. Instead of having critical thinking in that moment. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, emotional intelligence is something that I will continue to push as well. You know, you got to learn and know when it is, you know, time there's a time and place for everything. That's pretty much what what we understand from takeoff situation. This is very unfortunate that an innocent person lost their life just because someone couldn't think straight or a couple people couldn't think straight in this case. So once again, rest in peace to takeoff and rest in peace to Aaron Carter. Now I did want to mention this briefly, but we have to kind of tread the line with this uh, because we don't want to look, look, we, we are not anti-Semitic. I just wanted this to be clear. And the reason I wanted to bring up Kyrie Irving's situation, because unfortunately, Kyrie has elevated himself to, I guess, um, a, a black voice in the community, despite the fact that Kyrie Irving has been very problematic since his days at Duke. So with that, for those who don't know, of course, Kyrie has been in a shitload of trouble and is pretty much getting blackballed 
from different corporations just because he retweeted um, a, a documentary pretty much. Um, and for those who don't know the documentary, it is called Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America. Now, here's my vantage point, and then I'll let my co-host talk about it if they want. But with that film, if you believe that black folks are part of the lost tribes of Israel or part of the 12 tribes of Israel, that's one thought. I have no problems with that line of thinking whatsoever. However, the main problem with this particular film is the Holocaust denialism. On top of the fact that they take fabricated quotes from Hitler and kind of put them on a pedestal. And it's like, when I, because I, I researched this documentary before I even decided to talk about it. And I had to think to myself, like, why would you even go that far? I'm not here to bash anybody's faith. I'm not here to bash anybody's purpose in life. It's just really crazy that they that particular documentary decided to address the issue in that manner to the point where it was anti-Semitic. It's really crazy because, yes, there, there's, there are Black Jews out there. And, yes, there are people that believe that there are Black, you know, that Black folk are some of the uh, 12 tribes of Israel. And again, if you have that belief, that is fine. I don't believe that at least those who live in America, that we are part of that lineage. But that's not to say that that lineage doesn't exist somewhere in Africa. But still, the important thing is it did not have to go as far as it did in regards to attacking Jewish people. And that documentary did. And. It's like, why would we go that far as far as using anti-Semitic language, as far as attacking, you know, the Holocaust and saying that it never happened and also saying that Jesus was not a Jew? Excuse me. That that part really like struck me. I'm like, oh, wait a minute now. The Jesus I serve is deaf was definitely born a Jew, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, the, the important thing is, please be respectful of people's positions. Please be respectful of people's religions and their faiths. And it's it's really just so mind boggling that I see so many black people who are trying to uplift Kyrie um, and then decided to attack these Jewish people. And I'm trying to figure out when did black folks start having a problem with Jewish people? Because if memory serves me correctly, when black folk were going through Jim Crow, Jews were right next to us, helping us out and fighting those same battles that we were fighting as well as fighting their own. When, where did this animosity come from? Is it more so uh, an animosity or a jealousy because after the Holocaust, the, the Jews found a way to elevate themselves? And it's like, we have this trauma response, like, oh, well, when something anti-Semitic happens to them, some you know somebody gets punished, but when people talk about black people, they don't get any punishment. Is, is that what it is? If so, that's stupid. That's absolutely stupid. You can't attack another group of people just because they have found a way to make sure that they are above and beyond hate. Meanwhile, we're sitting here looking at them jealous because of our tra traumatic uh, experiences. I, I just wanted to throw that out there because that really bothered me because if people know and if people do their research that you know that regardless of how you feel about the NAACP, it was founded by both black and Jewish people. 
if you know anything about the civil rights, you know that Jewish people marched alongside those civil rights leaders. So what's the issue? Why are we having this this uh, animosity now? That's all I wanted to say. Anybody want to comment? I got one thought. I got one thought. And um, like I hear what you're saying, and I'm only going to speak on like one one thing you said that the Jesus that you serve is a Jew. Yes, that is correct. But I think where where people go, I don't I don't know, and please do not quote me. But like I feel like where where it gets mixed up is we uh, quote it to J E W Jew. Jesus was from Judah, which was another which was a tribe of was mm-hmm. which was the one of the twelve tribes of Israel. So he was Judean. He was a Jew. He was from Judah. Mm-hmm. He is a Judean. So that's where the mix up get. That's the where the mix up comes from. Uh, that's that's personally where I feel like the mix up comes from. So I, I get it. That's so just, let, that's let me. My I, I got you. I, I would say. Let me rephrase. Jesus was a Hebrew. <laughs> he was that, a Hebrew. Yes. Yeah, he yeah, was a well, Hebrew. He was a. He was from one of the tribes of Israel. Judah. Mm-hmm. One of those. So, so when we when we and so. She done went out, out. Uh, shoot. Yeah, uh, I, I get what you're saying, Noshinasa. Um, I'm, I, I, I thoroughly understand what you mean by that. Um, a, a, in regards to the the okay. set of Jews that oh. we know now, as opposed to okay, what can, was can, back can, then. Yeah, I can, can, I can hear you now. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yes. Cool. I'm so sorry, but yeah, like I feel like that's kind of maybe where his take was on. And granted, I again, I have not seen the documentary. I don't even really know if I will see the documentary or where to see the documentary on what he was talking about. But that is probably what he is referring to. That Jesus was, or what you're saying is that Jesus was a Jew. Yes, he was. He was from Judah, Judean. And so when we add, when we say Jewish, it's just like, you're a Jewish, like, and I may, and hell, if people listening, they probably going to say some shit saying that I'm wrong. I get it, whatever. But that's just my take on it. So. I mean, it's, it's, it's nothing wrong with what you're saying. Yeah. I think the, the main thing is that, you know, Jesus was born into the 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 hebrew faith and obviously you know he taught lessons that you know contradicted what the pharisees and the um chief priests were trying to teach so he brought new ideas to the table which is what we as christians base our faith on is those teachings so but i i i get what you're saying though but in in the in essence of this man Look, do am I a fan of necessarily what's happening to Kyrie? Not necessarily, but at the same time, he one Kyrie has a bad habit of doing things without actually doing the proper research. This being one of them, the flat earth situation being one of them, the the anti-vax position that he took, that's another one. So it's like I can't really stand for Kyrie because. Bro's been kind of problematic for a long time. And he doesn't, again, he doesn't vet his sources. He doesn't do the proper research. So with that in mind, 
do I really care about all the punishment that he's receiving? Probably not. Then it's one of those. Go ahead. I'm gonna piggyback off of what you just said. It, I don't really feel like it's so much an uh, issue as to what he's saying. I just feel like it's more so delivery. You know, mm-hmm. he don't know how to be PC with it. He just feel like, oh, I'm the smartest person in the world. What I'm saying is correct. And that's what it's going to be. And then when you get all this backlash, he's like that little kid that, you feel me? When your mama told you not to touch the stove and you touch the stove, now you're sitting there looking stupid. Yep. <laughs> He like he digging his feet into the ground, like, no, this is what I believe, this is what I believe, and now you're getting punished for it, bro. Like, come on, man. Um, and hopefully, I hope that he learns his lesson. And all I can say is that I hope that uh he's able to at least I think he finally did apologize because for a while he wasn't. Excuse me, and I think that's why he got punished the way that he did, because he didn't offer a sincere apology. But Either way, um, to those who follow the Jewish faith, of course, we know we still love you. We're still here for you. And just know that, of course, we stand with you in your fight against anti-Semitism, just as those in the past have stood with us in our fight for equal rights for black people of color. So if there is no other comments on this. I have something to say. What's up? All right. So I personally, I do not know the ideologies of the Black Hebrew Israelites, so I can't really say like, you know, how they think towards Jewish folks. However, in this situation with Kyrie Irving, I think by him posting the documentary, do I think the backlash that he's receiving is justified? I don't think in the intensity, I don't think so. Um, Because if they really wanted to if they were really truly upset about the documentary that was produced, how come they haven't said anything about the director? How come they haven't said about anything about Jeff Bezos? How come they haven't said anything about Amazon who actually has the documentary available on their streaming platform? Like if you're really trying to combat what was said within this documentary, then you need to hit all the nails on the head. And I feel like a lot of people, because of probably probably what Kanye has said, a lot of people are trying to bash the Black community on folks who are saying anything about Jewish people. Now, I'm not saying that we are all like sitting here like everyone like throw tomatoes at Jewish people, like absolutely not. Um, however, I think a lot of people are um, f- bandwagging on bandwagoning on top of what has been done before, and now they're trying to put Kyrie Irving into this little box. So I personally think the like he lost his sponsorship with, I believe, Nike. Uh-huh. Um, do I think that was justified? No. Uh, do I think, yes, has, should he deal with something? Yes, I do think so. But I think in this grand scale, I don't think um, the action is the crime, if that makes sense. Uh, you know what? And to that point, let me just backtrack because there are still groups who are trying to get that documentary off of Amazon. They've been they if since this incident they've been fighting. Now is it after the fact? Yes, but they are fighting that battle on trying to get that documentary removed. Um and of course the action towards the actual director and writer of the documentary, I think, is along with that. That being said, I don't think Kyrie was necessarily getting punished for the actual action as much as he was for his lack of empathy and apology. I think that's where everyone was like, oh, bro, you're not even sorry for this. Like, you're not even going to say something to say, hey, I apologize. I didn't mean to offend anybody. You're just going to keep digging your own hole. Okay, now we're going to pull this. I think that's ultimately what 
his punishment is is not so much the action that he did but more so his reaction to the backlash and his lack of empathy towards that and, and that's, that i totally understand yeah. has that fool any apologized for anything ever in his life unfortunately he hasn't exactly but na- so but what now- were they expecting well, that's the thing, though, because because it's something that could be so hurtful at this point. Now they're like, OK, bro, you got to apologize because, again, he didn't apologize for his um, his anti-vax beliefs, which, again, no, I don't think you should be brutally punished for that. Um, granted, you know, as we talked on this podcast, we talked about how much, you know, we are pro-vax or at least, you know, at least do the research. Uh, but. And then, he, of course, he hasn't apologized for his flat earth beliefs either, which, I mean, that's completely understandable because that's not, that doesn't have anything to do with any, you know, particular set of people. But because mm-hmm. he retweeted something that was so hurtful, people were like, we need an apology. And because he did not do it until late, that's when they were like, OK, yo, we can't nah, we can't stand for that, bro, because now you are attacking a set of people, even if you did it by accident. We get we got we got to you got to get punished. So. That's kind of how I see it. It's like, bro, you if you had just straight up said, hey, I was trying to do research. I apologize that I did not mean to offend anybody. I'm going to take it down. Uh, and this is it's, it's dead. It's over. My fault. He could have avoided a whole lot. But instead, he chose to dig in his heels and they decided to come with consequences. So that's, that, that's all that's all I can really say about that. You know, it's it's one thing when you mess up and you apologize and, you know, it's dead. It's another thing when you double down knowing when you're wrong and then they then the punishments come after that. I can't really I can't defend them after after the fact. So anyway, uh, with that, let's go ahead and talk about. This Drake and 21 Savage album called Her Loss. This has been really the main topic for the last three days. Of course, if you haven't been paying attention, Drake and 21 Savage dropped a quote unquote collab album because it felt like it was more Drake than it was 21 Savage. But it was a collaboration album called Her Lost that was dropped on November 4th this past Friday. And ultimately, it was supposed to have dropped a week prior, but uh, for those who know OVO 40 or, or Noah Shahib, he caught COVID, so he had dad weight. So they released it and a lot of people really mess with it. But this album, of course, has a lot, a lot of problems. Uh, me personally, how I feel about the album overall on a scale of one to ten, it's a six. It's OK. It's passing. Sort of. It's like. It doesn't wow me. I think they were trying to capitalize on the the collabs that they had on Jimmy Cooks and on Knife Talk. And I'm pretty sure there's another song out there that they've done together. But ultimately, like the chemistry is there. But some of the songs just really didn't hit. And like uh, on BS, that one was great. The opener, great. Everything else was kind of like, okay. And I think that's a problem that I've been having with a lot of Drake albums is that there will really be a, three or four bangers on there. And then the rest is just like. I'm not feeling anything about this. I'm not feeling any way towards this. So like literally like the first three. The first three songs on the album were great. 
And then afterwards, it's kind of like, that's not what got everybody's attention, though. So we got to talk about this song, Circo Loco. And that leads us to the Megan Thee Stallion bar that he dropped. Or for some people, it wasn't really a, a Megan Thee Stallion bar. It was a shot at somebody else. But in my humble and honest opinion, Drake knew what the fuck he was doing when he crafted that bar. He knew it would get the reaction that it got. And the backlash was well-deserved because bro thinks he's clever. And it ended up really, let's just say Megan had some words for him. And rightfully so. And even if he wasn't talking about Megan, again, he still knew what the fuck he was doing. He still knew that people would pay attention to that one particular bar. He also had a line uh, for uh, our resident new up-and-comer, Ice Spice. Where he he pretty much said to the effect that she's a ten, but uh, she, uh, he listens to her on mute, something like that. I he didn't need to say that. Drake is too grown to be saying that bullshit, but that's just me. Even if we're thinking it, it's like, dude, really? Why? Why would you say that out loud? In any case, then he said a few more things. He uh he called Serena's husband a groupie. I'm trying to think of what else that he said. He came, oh, the one that got me, he came after Drum. He came after Drum, and that that one pissed me off. Because y'all know how I feel about Shelly, a.k.a. Drum. And we know that Drake stole his song. We know this for facts that he stole Cha-Cha and made it to Hotline Bling. Same cadence and everything. And we've talked about it. I don't know if we talked about it on this podcast, but we've definitely talked about it in the past, just out in the streets, like, we know that Drake stole this shit. And to have that, still have smoke for Drum, despite the fact that he was the one who stole the fucking song, that irritated me. It just seems that uh, a lot of songs that Drake had and a lot of topics that he had were just really like, bro, are you serious? There was one song that he had on here. I can't remember which one it was. Um, I think it was hours of silence. I think, but no, no, no. It was middle of the ocean. I think, uh, and he t- pretty much was complaining about the fact that honestly, never mind, bombed. And all I could say to that was, well, dude, you knew that shit was mediocre or less. You knew that shit was trash, and you decided to put it out because you wanted to capitalize on the ballroom slash uh house slash club music. And you did it poorly and you executed it poorly. Because Beyonce dropped a few weeks later and that shit still bangs in people's cars. Either way, uh, what it boils down to, at least from my opinion, is that Drake is just too old to be saying some of this petty shit that he's been saying. And from my honest opinion, this this album is it's okay, it's playable. You know, it's I don't want to say mid, but I mean it's 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 middle of the pack. It's cool. I'm okay with it. I don't hate it. I like some of them songs on there. Like, but ultimately, man, Drake has really shown that he is not a good person. And I don't think he has any intention of changing who he is. And that could be pretty problematic, especially if you follow this man up on some of the stuff that he says and does. Um 
like one particular uh quote unquote DJ, aka Livingston Allen, who be dick riding this this dude forever. It's it's clear where he gets his motivation and who he looks up to because he gets that misogyny from Drake, clearly. But that's all I want to say for now. I want to make sure I open the floor up to the discussion to talk about at least the some of the lines that he said for those who haven't listened, and of course the project itself for those who had listened. I got something to say. Um, I thought it was kind of corny. I'm not gonna hold you. The the stallion the stallion bar. Um, because it's it's just a very it's another clear example of how men will really undermine a woman's trauma. Like that was a, like a a traumatic thing for her. And for him to just be like, oh, like, oh, clearly that didn't happen. This is how it happened. Like, that's, it was basically, that's kind of like, that's how he approached it. Like, oh, she lied about the whole thing. She had every right to cuss you out because that's corny. And it's just like, why do you feel like, like, why did you feel the need to like bring up the situation to try to get a coin out of it? Like, that's not, that's not funny. And it shows how much a maturity level that you have. This is facts. So. I Honestly, I don't know. It seems like Drake, whatever hurt that Drake had in the past, he still has not gotten over that. And it goes back to mental health, bro. Let that hurt go. Grow, Therapy. man. Therapy. <laughs> Therapy. We talk about we talk about this all the time, and like when when black women tell black men like get therapy. This is not to hurt you. This is to make you aware. You know what I'm saying? To make you to make you have self control and have awareness around you and what you say to others, like and how you deal with others. Like therapy, you let it go. I saw this. I saw this one quote. It was like your worst memory. Uh, uh, your worst enemy is your own memory. Mm. Let it go. And I was just like, hell yeah, because like if you holding on to her, that's just your own worst enemy. No, you you are absolutely right, man. I I just don't get I don't get it. And Drake got all his it. money and whatnot. And he just I don't know what whatever pain that he's been going through in the past and whatnot. I think it was really like a petty shot. It it really was just like a, a kind of like yeah. a petty shot. It, it, think, it just, uh, yeah, there was no need, but go ahead, Law. Y'all think Drake trying to give uh, Future a run for Toxic King? Well. They are definitely in competition. <laughs> I, I, say that. I, don't, I don't disagree on that. Um, Honestly, I just think Drake is uh, acting like a big hit right now. And I feel like at this point, he's probably one of those people that he's like, oh, I've, I've achieved everything I need to do. So I'm just out here acting a fool. And that's what it's giving. Because where was this energy for folks who actually came at you? Like, you're not saying anything to push a T. You're not mm. saying anything. Like, your your energy is, is is focusing on people that have nothing to do with you. Now, granted, I'm not in, I'm not, you know, behind closed doors with celebrities, so I don't know what, what's going on between him and Megan. Maybe something actually did happen that the world just don't know about. But at this point, I feel like in that situation, 
like you're messing with a black woman's trauma and that's just not like in our community like that's just something that shouldn't fly um in that situation like obviously she was traumatized like being shot as we all know is not something that we take lightly or joke about so for you to say something like that even if we don't know the situation that actually occurred like they have yet to make a decision within the court of law so why are you saying anything unless you were there then you have nothing to say or shouldn't say anything at all but you see the people that drape me hanging around like you, but, y'all know his affinity with Daystar. Facts, facts, But my whole thing is, I don't care who your friends are, but you weren't there. Like hey, that's the point. You weren't, he there. Wasn't there. you weren't there. You weren't there. So there's no, so there's don't, no don't reason have to say. say nothing. That, yeah. My, exactly. Exactly. But either way, I, I don't, I don't know. You know everybody lies. So <laughs> you say what? I say, you know, everybody lies. So who's to say that your friend is the one who's who said who was okay? That his side is the truth. Who knows? I know a lot of people keep saying that Megan is lying, Megan is lying. But here's the thing: like the the district picked up the case. It's a criminal case here, you know, and it ain't just about him, you know, shooting Meg on top of, uh, on top of that. It's about they start having a weapon illegally <laughs> in a country that he really shouldn't be having said weapon. Post on top of that, so are. it's like it's it's this whole thing is is crazy, and a lot of people saying, "Well, why hasn't you know why does she keep delaying the case?" I'm like, she's not the one delaying the case. Daystar is. Daystar's his name camp is actually is, Daystar. Huh? Yes, his name is Daystar. Let me put my mic on mute because <laughs> <laughs> Sappy really said, "All right, I'm gonna mute up <laughs> for in real life." Because I am dying. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm dying over here, yo. What do you mean? Daystar? Like... Yes, his his name is Daystar. Um, I forgot his like last name. like somebody that would do some type of shit like that. Mm, I don't know. Daystar sound a little guilty. Mm, yes, but yeah, for, for those who don't know, again, that rapper's name is Daystar Peterson. So, and y'all know how I feel about certain rappers. If I got to call them by the government, that means I feel a certain way. So, in, in any case, I can't really say the same thing to Drake because Drake is actually his middle name. So, uh, unless y'all want me to start calling him Aubrey on here, then that, that's... I, I don't he mind doing that. Jimmy. He will chair Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. But if... Nah, Drake hasn't done anything heinous enough for me to actually start calling him by his first and last name, but... Clearly, Drake Drake got some issues that he got to iron out himself. Uh, and, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, so, if you haven't listened to the album, though, I, I mean, if you want to, I'm not going to say don't, because I don't, but I don't support anybody, and none of these artists support me. But, I mean, I give it at least one listen. But, again, after that, making the stallion bar to the, to the ladies out there, I, I mean, if you don't listen to it, that's fine, too, because, again... Uh, it's very misogynistic, and I really can't say much of that. Like he said, like Law mentioned that this this Drake might be in the morning for Toxic King. A uh, shout out to Twenty One though, man. Twenty One for the parts that he did had he body. He had he had the bars, man. And y'all know that I became a Twenty One fan. It took some getting used to, but that that dude can really spit for real, for real. 
despite the fact that he has him. deadpan delivery, but and no real stage presence. But I guess that's just and him. listen, I am a fifty percent fan because I love his music, but that man is terrible on stage, like yes. terrible. Oh my god, it's so annoying. Every time I go, I'm like, come on, he going he going to do something great this time, and it's just him standing on stage forgetting his lyrics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just uh, it annoys me. Yep, that's that's twenty one. That is twenty one Savage, but. Definitely, definitely shout out to him. He still did his thing on the album, but 21 could not make this album great. If that makes any sense. As great as he was on the album, he could not make the album like anything spectacular. And then if you disagree, I mean, maybe you like the same shit over and over and over again from Drake. No creativity. You just want bangers. That's cool. There's a few bangers on here. If that's your taste, that's your preference. Cool. But for us, we look for a lot. We look for substance. We look for stuff that's going to wow, make us say wow or or amaze us or, you know, have us like thinking in our thoughts or just have us really, really, really enjoying it. Without necessarily. You know, doing the same routine or doing the same formula over and over again, there's. We, we want people to, as, as artists, you know, you're supposed to grow as an artist. And the music that you make is supposed to evolve with time. Like, we, we say this all the time. Jay-Z grew as an artist, which is why he doesn't rap about the game anymore. He raps about being in the game. But 50-year-old Jay-Z was not the same as 26-year-old Jay-Z. He had to evolve because that's not his life anymore. Clearly with Drake, there's no evolution going on right now. It's just more mediocre after mediocre after trash after mediocre album. And if you are uh, Aubrey's Angels and you have a problem with what I'm saying, well, then prove me wrong. Prove to me that Drake has done something different, something jaw-dropping. Is that you really his army's you. name? Aubrey's Angels? <laughs> That's what we call some of his fans. <laughs> Weak. So that's all I got to say uh, uh, about that. Um, are there any other comments about this situation with him and Megan or him and Ice Spice or him and having beef with anybody that really can't defend themselves? Granted, that Ice Spice comment was it too far from the truth? Absolutely not. I, it, it wasn't. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's one of those situations. Like, bro, you're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it out loud, bro. You have to disrespect her. You could have said that behind closed doors. However, yeah, the comment wasn't too far from the truth. It, it's it's. I, look, I want her to win, but I also want her to actually get some be, talent. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. I tried so hard to listen to her songs and I was like, I'm I'm trying to figure out where like where's the fascination. Like I, I saw a, one of her music videos and I'm like, how you don't even have stage presence in your own music video? Like how your background look more popping than you do in your own music video? Like it's wild to me. Uh mm, if I had the Wait. option to mute up, I would. I'm sorry, who are we talking about? Ice Spice. Ice Spice. Oh, You want I'm gonna gracefully mute up. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Look, man, as as Sabi, as you said, like the, the, the bar wasn't 
too far off. It was just like, you ain't had to disrespect the chick like that, but. I mean, she beautiful. She is gorgeous. She is. She is. She is something to look at, not listen to. Yeah, she got, she got a, a hot song or two, even though. Respectfully, I, I mean, she looks like hot. a. We're not going to talk about people's looks. She's a beautiful Chucky. <laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm going to be for that. <laughs> she is a gorgeous girl. However, do I think they have propelled her into a stardom that is earned? She's she yeah. not ready. It's, it's clear she's still not ready yet. Is she ever going to be ready with this whole thing? I, I, I don't saying. know. People have a chance. It's to- none of my business, though, because she, she got money and I don't. So there it is. Mm-hmm. Unless you know, I get I win the lottery tonight. So everybody that's listening, I know y'all gonna listen to it late, but just uh, you know, rub your fingers together for uh, this Powerball, so I can be a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? Billionaire. Okay. Look, if I win the Powerball, first off, all of us are up because that's gonna be more money than I would know what to deal with. So <laughs> I'm be like, hey, uh. Because I know, really, when you win the Powerball, of course, you can either do it in, 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 you know, install payments, or you can take one large lump sum. If you're taking one large lump sum, obviously, it's going to be less than a billion. I mean, mm-hmm. even in install payments, it's going to be that. But still, that shoot, I'm thinking after taxes, you probably gonna have like what, maybe four hundred million left. That's still a lot of money. That and I'm that is to. fine by me. Saying shit, one I, million is fine by me. To I'm be saying <laughs> I, I say I say all the time, man. Just give me five hundred thousand dollars, and I'll be good. But nah, I'm I'm a little greedy. Give me a million. Uh, well, <laughs> that million, will million. definitely. You give me a million dollars, and I'm I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, I'm gonna pay off my student loans, and then the rest trust fund, and then I'm gonna throw <laughs> all. Absolutely not. Fuck them student loans. <laughs> that would be the hey, last thing I, I say. Mm, mm, see, I wish I could ignore my student loans. That's <laughs> another topic for another day, but. Anyway, all right, guys. Um, those are really the main topics that I have for tonight. So I just wanted to ask before we do any rundowns, if there are any other topics that you want us to touch on, because again, this is a pretty quick episode. That was all the major events for this week. Yeah, this past week. Yeah, that's all that's yeah. Okay. Sounds good. If there be nothing else, then uh, we'll go ahead and do this a uh, quick rundown here. Uh, so again, with Johnny being out, I will have to go ahead and take up the the mantle of the podcast list. So with that, I think we all in the beginning of the episode we asked if there were any new businesses, and obviously we named them. So I think this will be a good time to just go ahead and uh, and do this rundown. So uh, for our podcast shout outs, of course, shout out to Mike Check, Wifey Wifey, Worship Generation Pod, and Blanime Pod. I am a Patreon subscriber to all three. Please be sure that you check out those three anime shows for your anime listening pleasure. Also, shout out to Worship Generation Pod and Blanime for Anime After Dark. You can listen to Anime After Dark on Twitter Spaces every Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or you could check them out on all digital streaming platforms when they post the episodes. And they will either post them on the Worst Generation page or the Bland Away podcast page. Shout out to Truth and Transparency Podcast with Brother X, the culture scientist, and Mr. Smith inside the mind of a blur. Shout out to my boy Steve and Rob J over there. 
Shout out to the session with Jay and Trey. Shout out to Brutal Honesty with K. Renee. And also be sure that you check out her novellas under the pen name Sedona Rose, which are all available on Amazon Kindle. Shout out to It's So Real with Raquel and Onaji. The Ultra Arc Podcast with Moody Senpai. Uh, Dad Needs to Talk with Rob, the father of Ash. Uh, shout out to the boys at Analytical, especially shout out to my boys Brandon and Tony. Uh, Huey TC podcast, definitely shout out to him. He's doing his thing over there. Uh, Geek Set podcast, my boy Young Deuces over there is killing the game. He actually got mentioned by Alicia Keys, and I'm hoping that he got that interview. So definitely shout out to you, bro. Uh, and then, of course, shout out to Anime Junkies, Three Weeds in a Podcast, um, our girl, uh, Crystal Namox, a.k.a. Keisaki, and her two uh, co-hosts. Definitely shout out to you guys. I know that y'all doing your thing over there. Um, also, shout out to those anime girls. I had to mention it just because I met them at Anime Weekend Atlanta, and those are two of the dopest females ever. So definitely shout out to y'all. Y'all are doing y'all thing over there. Uh, the Black Anime Podcast Network, my boy Ash, a.k.a. Uh, Giant Shooting Robots. Please be sure that you check out that podcast as well. But he has built an anime podcast network as well. And Shogo High is also included on that. So please be sure that you check out uh, blackanimepodcast.com for the list of directory of all the black podcasts. And once again, shout out to Shogo High. That is, of course, the other home team. That is the squad over there for anime. If you haven't checked this out again, please be sure that you check us out on all digital streaming platforms. Uh, next, black content creators. Tanasa, is the moment too big? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm back. Okay. I'm back. If I properly remain, say that. Okay, what was it again? Black content creators. Black content creators. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so of course, black content creators. I think that you need to be um following. Do I have my list? Do I have my list? First, be following me and staying tuned, okay? Of con- uh, staying tuned of what I got going on. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, with Ari, uh, stay tuned with Ari. She got a lot of go. She got a lot of stuff going on, y'all. Okay, I wasn't prepared for that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I wasn't prepared for that. I'm so sorry. So I'm just trying to make shit up. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, it's, but, it's know, all good. It's it is all good. It's, it's well, I'm so sorry. Got you. That was my fault. But we got black anime. Okay, we got HB, HBCU anime. We had uh, Sunday Airy. Sundari. Sundari. Um, yep. We got Cyrus into Int. Cerberus Entertainment. Entertainment. Service Entertainment, so sorry. Uh, Taddy Poodle, the Gucci Gamer. Geechee, but <laughs> I'm gonna call her so that now. Next time I see Kiana, I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm, the Gucci Gamer. <laughs> oh, the Gucci Gamer. Okay, okay. I mean, but it's the Geechee Gamer. I'm so sorry. Uh, Icarus uh, Metro Comics, so that's Calvin. And then the Studio Maho with uh, Pat and Yen. And then Solo, aka Humble Southern Soul Brother. Okay, so go ahead and follow them. And then they got um, Hub Taku. So yeah, go to, y'all go check them out. And I'm so sorry. I was not painted. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. 
It's all good. It's that all was good, my man. fault. I, I, I so, mean to put so, you in the so, spot, so, but that's why we I'm here. I'm so sorry. You caught me. I, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Sappy, uh, go ahead and name my black artist, please, ma'am. Hey, young. I'm so weak. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You all good. All right. So we got our very own NASA who is not prepared, but <laughs> we got Scoozy, uh, Jack Union, Phil.me. Ellis Quinn, RJ Stackhouse, Quarter. We got Tyrone Leak Jr., Ari Lachelle, and that kind of fortresses. We also got Zainab. Um, so make sure you check out all those artists that have phenomenal music. Um, a lot of them are on all streaming platforms, so there is no excuse. Find them where you where you get all your music at and enjoy. Oh, update. Shout out to Elena. Can't forget about oh, her. Elena. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. With that new EP that just came out. Y'all, my dad. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. That's that's my fault, too, because I did, I almost forgot. I'm like, wait, no, Elena. Let's 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 name her real quick. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, shout out to all of them. And again, check out all of their music on their projects on all digital streaming platforms. Uh, Law closes out here with black businesses, sir. All right. So you got already paid by Dre. FNRM by Timo, KSS Brand by Christina, Cream Cosmetics by Naima, Mind Over Money by Tremaine, Studio Maho by Pat and Yen, Daphne and mm, I would say Daphne and Benefit. She everybody <laughs> having a night. Daphne Benefit Smith with Studio Maho and Creed and PLLC. Concept Moon Strange Keep. She designs two by Aaron. Black my mm, see Black Magic. Slash Lit Wands by Low and T, H4 Creative by Zenobia, Real Estate One by Meredith, Soul by Bell by Mariah, and then I got two new ones to add, Coasters, and I'll get the, the information for that, and another spot called Soko, Southern Comfort, it's a hookah bar lounge type situation located in Hampton. Uh, if you're familiar with the area, it used to be the old comfort zone 2.0 or mm-hmm. comfort zone. So, yeah. Oh, I remember the I remember the comfort zone. So, shout out to Southern Comfort as well. Uh, even though the party that I went to for homecoming was ass, the the venue <laughs> was still great. But that's not on SoCo. That's on the people who hosted that party, that quote unquote day party. So, yeah, yeah, definitely shout out to them. Y'all, um, I really am sitting here weak. Y'all, I really embarrassed embarrass the hell out of myself, bro. <laughs> you you fine. I promise you, you fine. Look, we we all have them I days, so, man. We all had them I days. I'm so sorry. Like, space but, the fuck out. Yeah. Hey, hey, look, just know when I do this rundown, like, and I start naming our podcast, just be sure you got that list ready. That's all. That's I got all that list. Do. Okay, I got that list now. <laughs> I, I sure do. All <laughs> right, all right. All right, man. Well, um, once again, uh, shout out to the crew, man. And then shout out to Johnny again, who could not be here because he had to work. Uh, but I, he was I think being this held was down a, by the man. Yeah, yes, for real, for real. Um, but yeah, I, I we appreciate you all tuning into this episode. Be sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the Chaotic Culture Podcast on your favorite DSP. Be sure that you subscribe to the Patreon for early access to the podcast and bonus episodes of the podcast. You can subscribe at any of the four levels listed. Once again, we appreciate your support. Be sure that you, again, 
click on that link that is patreon.com forward slash chaotic culture pod you can follow our chaotic culture podcast page on facebook you can also follow us on instagram at chaotic culture pod and follow us on twitter at chaotic underscore culture you can follow me ked the pro that's k3d the pro on all social media you can follow nasa on all social media at underscore call me nasa you can follow sappy on all social media at scraps 14 you can follow law on Instagram at L.JR underscore 96. And you can follow him on Twitter at Law 96 underscore. And you can follow Jay on all social media at Jay Lee Trade. That is including TikTok. And this has been another edition of the Chaotic Coach Podcast. Until next time, folks, remember, embrace the culture. Chaos rules. Be blessed. Be safe. God is love. Deuces. One. Thank you.